This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I'm at the table with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? Hey, John. I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. I missed last week, so Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be back uh, recording another podcast with you. Yep, absolutely. My schedule got crazy last week, so that was my fault, and uh, that's all right. We still got an episode out to you. A quick one, so thanks for bearing with us. Uh, We're still pumping out these new episodes every single week, no matter what. No matter what I got to do, I'll get you guys an episode. So today I got a pretty exciting topic for you, I think at least, that's being brought to you by one of my favorite creators, which I'm going to get to here in just a second. But today we are going to talk about how we exist right now currently in what we're going to call the social media era. You, yes you, the professional wrestler, no matter what stage of your career you're at right now, even if it hasn't really started yet, you are a content creator. And today we're going to kind of talk about how to identify better as that and do better as that. So listen, the territories are over. You know what I mean, right? Way back in the, in the 70s and 80s and before, like where it's like Memphis versus, versus this part of the country and New York and all these different territories. Oklahoma was its own territory. That era has been long gone, okay? So it is over. The cable TV era... Also over, the Monday Night Raw versus Monday Night Nitro, that whole era, all those things are over. Even with AEW versus WWE right now, it's not a cable TV era anymore the way that we exist and live right now. We live currently in the social media era, and it is time that you started acting like an influencer. And I think that word gets bad reactions at times, but the sooner you embrace it, the better. Right, So pro wrestlers are influencers on social media. They are content creators, and it's time to start making the content needed to move forward in your pro wrestling journey. All right, guys, before we get started, don't forget about Strong Style, available on the Train Heroic app. Strong Style is our strength training program that we created for you, the professional wrestler, to get in ring shape within your gym. And we've now streamlined it by putting it on the Train Heroic app and allowing you even greater input, even greater access to all the different moves, videos for each move, perfect way to track your weights, perfect way to communicate with your coaches and other people that are doing Strong Style. So don't forget to check out Strong Style on Train Heroic. I've been putting links in the description of all of our most recent podcasts. So you can check it out there. Yeah, John, we had a few guys just start too. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to get a few more guys yeah. started on there. And um, guys, too, we had one guy that called in um, or he sent, sent us a message mm-hmm. and uh, it's a four day split on that. And he can only do a couple days mm-hmm. within the rest of his schedule because he's in pro wrestling school right mm-hmm. now. And uh, and we modified that for him too. So I just want y'all right. to know like if, if four days may be too much and you need right. three days or something, just. Let we'll work know. with you. Yeah, like, and, we can do it. Yep, and we'll help you figure it out. Yeah, we want success for you, and we can make it happen. If you can only hit the gym uh, you know, as hard as needed two days, then we're going to develop a program or develop Strong Style in a way that will accommodate your needs. Absolutely. All right, guys, so I recently spent some time diving down a rabbit hole of content created by an underrated performer and teacher in professional wrestling by the name of Mike Quackenbush. Some of you might be familiar with that name. If you're not familiar with Mike Quackenbush, Please go Google him. Mike was the driving force behind Chikara Pro Wrestling in the 2000s and was an amazing innovator inside the ring. So now, since his in-ring career has kind of ended, Mike has 
gone on to become highly influential in the world of pro wrestling. Um, he's a trainer. He's a content creator, which is where a lot of this information today is coming from, his YouTube channel. Um, he was also a trainer inside the WWE Performance Center for NXT. So one of his key points was how pro wrestlers must start viewing themselves as content creators, not documenters, but creators. Your social media isn't just for you to be like, here's what I did here and when right. and whatever. You're not just documenting your career. You have to actually go out there and create unique things. It's not about taking your match that you just had, dropping it on Facebook and hoping that something happens, people see it. It's more about plucking out great moments from your match, yeah. creating a, a reel on Facebook or Instagram or, or TikTok or whatever it is, and creating you know a cool voiceover and sound effects and putting some effects. They And those things, like that sounds difficult, especially if you've never done it, but it's not, guys. If yeah. I can figure it out, if I can get on Instagram and make a reel, you can do it too because that is not my strong suit whatsoever. But you can do these things and create some attention for yourself. Get these videos shared and get them out there. Sam Stackhouse, who's been on this podcast, is a phenomenal example of someone who took a couple, like, you know, kind of big things that he did, shared them around until they went viral mm -hmm. and got booked at other companies. And now that he has more eyeballs on him, he's taking the hundreds of hours of footage and promos and whatever that he already had, like he right. has from the last five or 10 years, however long he's been doing it. And now he's using that footage, not just dropping it online, but using it as more reels, more right. content, because people see the super viral videos and like, oh, I want to see more of this right. guy. And he doesn't have to go up there and create new content, even though he is. He yeah. grabs from that old content. So some of you guys that have already been wrestling for a handful of years, you might actually be sitting on a gold mine of content creation that you can use for your channels. Um, like I said, Mike worked in the WWE Performance Centers and he's really, really trying to drive home that you are a creator, not just a documenter. You need a social media following guys, that is the best way to cultivate your career right now or your awareness amongst the fans right now. If you're trying to get noticed by WWE or AEW, then they are not going to notice you by being the best grappler inside of a high school gym or inside of the local armory, guys. It's by having an incredible social media presence that draws the right kind of attention. That's how these companies are going to find you. And We've gone over it in the past, but WWE literally listed yeah. on their website that they want you to have a massive social media following, yeah. social media presence. It is that important to them. Mm -hmm. They don't list anything about knowing how to do a headlock, but they do list that they want you to have a social media following. And that might upset some of you, especially some of you pro wrestling purists. And you can either turn your nose up and keep working in armories, or you can accept this fact and move on and try to make it even bigger in this world, okay? Yep. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong either way, but don't tell me that you can't get ahead if you're not actually trying in the right ways, right? Or trying in every way. So social media presence, super important. We're gonna talk about some of the great tips from Mike Quackenbush about navigating the world of pro wrestling. I love this first one here. So he says, everything is an experiment. And it, this is really just about framing things. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. So you posted something on social media. You heard it on the podcast. You heard John and Aaron talking about you need to create a reel. And you went and created a reel, and it got 100 views, and it died. And that's it. All right. Oh, well. Right? Everything is an experiment, guys. 
Um, let's just say you even did a move. You went, you went and tried, you practiced a brand new pro wrestling move. You want to say, this is going to be my new finishing move. And then you did it in front of a crowd and they didn't react at all. Oh, well, guys, maybe you had a match that didn't get the, the reaction you wanted. Maybe you're a promoter and you didn't draw the right size crowd. The, you know, the crowd was kind of small. Or maybe the crowd that came wasn't loud or rambunctious enough for you. It's okay, guys. These are all just experiments. And as long as you view everything as if it's just an experiment, you can move forward. Because here's what you have to do with experiments. You collect data. You analyze it. You learn. You recalculate for your next experiment. Yep. Guys, so it's just about framing things. Everything you do and try within the pro wrestling ring or within your social media is just a little experiment. Yeah, and I love that. We've mentioned something mm -hmm. similar to that in some other podcasts, and um, I think I may have mentioned it then, but I want yeah. to mention it again because um, I love this. Mm -hmm. Like, I analyze everything. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I think is vital for me, at least being able to keep this information, is keeping a notebook yeah. with notes on it. So, like, right. writing, like, I, so I would recommend, like, after the match, yeah. like, you get it down. And however you get it down, whether it's a notebook or maybe you just speak into your yes. phone and record it or something, but just some kind of information. Immediately. Yes, like, immediately. Because yeah. you'll forget. Yeah. Uh, you will forget or the, the memories will dull in your mind, yeah. no matter how vivid you think they are mm -hmm. in the moment. Um, so the things that you learn, the things you experience, write them down. That's not a bad idea at all. Recalculate for the next experiment. All right, guys. So this one was pretty fascinating to me because this is kind of data. This is, this is a quantitative where he actually puts numbers on things that you don't often talk about. So here's what Mike Quackenbush said. You need to watch as much as you make. So this goes for content, promos, and your in-ring wrestling. Let's say that you make train right you go and you train in a ring in your school or, or on your own whatever for three hours a week you spend three hours inside a pro wrestling ring maybe that's one hour three days a week whatever right. it is you spend three hours a week then mike quackenbush says if you spend three hours training in a ring you need to watch three hours of professional wrestling minimum that week and he was very specific when he said I'm not talking about the promos. I'm not talking about Monday Night Raw and you watch commercials. I'm talking about actual in-the-ring, bell-to-bell wrestling. If you practice for three hours, I want you to watch for three hours. That was, uh, that was pretty fascinating to me. I didn't really think about it. I never thought about it like this. And who knows where he got these numbers, but he's a highly successful guy in the world of pro wrestling. Maybe he's not on TV, but he's making money doing something that we all kind of dream of making money yeah. of doing. So he is very successful. But he also talked about that goes beyond just the wrestling. If you create 60 minutes worth of promos for your character in a week, then you should be watching 60 minutes worth of promos. And an hour doesn't even sound like that much, but I mean, we're talking about like, are you creating, you know, if a promo is three to five minutes, right. that's, a, that's quite a few promos. Yeah. So if you're doing 60 minutes worth in a week, then now you're going to go watch 60 minutes of promos. You're going to find out like most of the Rock's promos are two minutes or less. Mm -hmm. Stone Cold's promos, two minutes or less. Um, so like now you need to go watch 60 minutes of promos as well. If you make seven Instagram wrestling focused posts in a week, then you should be viewing seven high-quality posts from reputable sources that are in the same genre as you, right? So mm -hmm. be sure you're digesting as much as you're creating. And he was very specific by saying that if you tend to stick to one style of wrestling, maybe WWE is your favorite and that's all you watch and that's all you really care about, you need to diversify your viewing, all right? So this also goes back to like, 
Sometimes people tell me that they're, they're studying tape, like, oh, I'm going to study tape, which means you're actually viewing it for the purpose of learning. But I find out a lot of times that when they say they're studying tape, they're just watching wrestling and having fun. Right. Nothing wrong with that, but they are two different things. You have to do both. So if you are actually studying, then you can watch things that are outside of your, like, enjoyment, right? I mean, it's no different than the fact that, like, I love to work out. I love leg day, but I hate Bulgarian split squats. But that doesn't mean I can't do them. I have to do them, right? So you have to try all the different things. You have to know what's going on, like, and see kind of what's working elsewhere. Because you never know. You may hate um, hardcore blood and guts wrestling, maybe, but you watch it and you find something in one of the matches that you're like, holy crap, like, I could do that in my style of wrestling, the more technical grappling style, whatever it is, yeah. you never know what you're going to learn unless you diversify what you're watching a little bit. you got to get outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Learn it all, as they say. Yeah, John, if you add all that up, mm-hmm. you got three hours of yeah. uh, in-ring, you got three hours a minimum of watching this, mm-hmm. so you got six hours, an hour of promos, mm-hmm. an hour of uh, watching minutes worth of promos. Basically, right. you're in it probably eight, nine hours. You're ad- it's adding up, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's a week, though. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to get at it, I mean, eight yeah. or nine hours a week is not that much total it's that really you're actually not. putting in there. That you know? actual time and effort, it's yeah. really not. So that, so it's very doable, right? It, absolutely. I, I think when you look at it, it may be like, oh, three hours. The here, number hours sounds there. scary, yeah. but if you take that over the course of an entire week, it's yeah. not that bad. No, yeah, it's, it's not. It's really not. Um, and don't, yeah, guys, don't tell me that you don't have time to do it. Um, the last point that I wanted to talk about today from Quackenbush was was simple one that you probably have heard before, but let's talk about it. And that's never stop learning. He said that the only time that a professional wrestler should hang up their boots, should quit, should leave, should retire, is when they decide, I don't want to learn anymore. When they actually make the decision that... I don't feel like learning anymore in this world. I know everything that I need to know. In a world of professional wrestling where things are ever-changing, I mean, think about how we started this podcast. I'm talking about territories and cable TV, and then, of course, we could have dove deeper into Attitude Era, PG Era, whatever else is going on, whatever AEW and stuff does. Like, And now we're in the social media era. It's always evolving and changing. So to say... I don't need to learn anymore in a sport that is constantly evolving is saying that you don't much care anymore about what's going on. So storylines are always changing. You've got no business being in this business if you're not going to try to continue to learn. So keeping an open mind is super, super important. And you can see all these things tie together. That's why you have to watch wrestling styles that maybe are outside your comfort zone because you, you have to always be learning and progressing. Well, and I think when you're talking about learning mm-hmm. and, you know, so social media yeah. era and we're watching it, is, yeah. does that include just going on there and, you know, watching the guys on social media? Because I, so mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I follow Sam yeah. and I and I dig his stuff. Right. Uh, Wesley Crane, who's a part yes. of the group too, like he's always putting out some good stuff. He does some really cool videos when he has some big right. matches and I really enjoy those. Right. Um, uh, what's the other guy? I always forget. He was with AEW. He's not anymore. Uh, F- uh, Fiego, uh, uh, Fuego del Fiego. Sol. Yeah, yeah. He, he's been on. He got hurt there for a while. Yes, so yeah, he got he injured. He was yeah. uh, working out. Mm-hmm. And he's gained, I think, quite a bit of muscle yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, And that was fun for me to watch, too. Um, but is there anybody you would – I mean, we've got Sam on there. Is there anybody yeah. you recommend maybe that else that does that social media? Like, I follow Stone Cold. Right. And his isn't wrestling, but I love – I mean, his, yeah. he's still great. It's still fascinating. Like, right. So, like, even Fuego, like, going – 
so he got hurt. He got injured, and he can't wrestle. You know, he, he can now, but yeah. he couldn't wrestle for months. And what does that mean? Like, what does that mean to you guys? Like, do you stop creating content right. just because you get injured? He never – he didn't, you know, bat an eyelash. He kept going. And even, like, you mentioned Stone Cold. Stone Cold is actually – so we'll see if we can tie this together. But, like, Stone Cold is a pretty fascinating character in terms of pro wrestling in that he was kind of just like this, this workhorse – that really wasn't that popular, but he was a good hand to have in pro wrestling. And he started to get a little bit of attention when he started like talking like a normal person. Like he wasn't doing a character. He was right. just kind of being a, 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 a mean guy or whatever. And then he got hurt. Um, if you know the story, you probably know. Like Stone Cold took a pile driver and broke his neck and he couldn't wrestle, but he was getting very popular. So do you take this very popular character and just let him disappear no, instead what they did was they're like, well, he can't wrestle because his neck is broken and he's healing a s- cervical fracture, but we can still put him on TV, have him punch a few people, have him talk that, that trash talk that people love yeah. so much. And he actually grew in popularity. This is before he ever became like champion or anything like mm-hmm. that. This is just when he was just a guy in a generic black vest, but he had freshly shaved his head, started talking lots of smack and stuff like you don't stop creating content just because you hit a roadblock of some kind, right. be that injury or whatever. But I think Fuego is a great one. I think looking back at, um, yeah, if you're, you're talking about guys local to us, like Sam Stackhouse is great. But, like, let, just think about whoever your favorite pro wrestler is. This is a good place to start. Yeah. Who's your favorite pro wrestler right now? That's, I mean, if it's Randy Orton, then go to Randy Orton's social media and just kind of see what he does. Yeah. Like, I mean, that might not be the greatest example because he's so high up there that he can kind of get away with whatever he wants. But I bet you there's nothing uh, grossly unprofessional on any of his feeds. That was yeah. just something I see a lot in uh, local pro wrestling. I see lots of, in my opinion, unprofessional things or talking about stuff that's unrelevant to their character. Like, if I'm going to follow you as a professional wrestler, I want content central to the reason I'm following you. Like, so if you're, if you're wrestling, if your social media is under your pro wrestling name, I expect that to be what shows up on my feed. I don't expect like the random other trials and tribulations of your right. real life, like save that for your personal page mm-hmm. or whatever. Like don't confuse people. So be sure that you remember your social media is part of your character. We are living in an era where social media is highly relevant. And if I'm scrolling and I'm like, man, I saw this dude at a show, loved him, yep. see if I can find him on social media. And I go to his social media, and every third post is about something completely irrelevant to pro wrestling, like whatever, you know. And I'm not even talking about, like, politics. So God forbid yeah. it's politics or something. But, like, if it's just completely, like, complaining about Walmart or something, like, that's not what I'm there for. I'm there to, like, kind of uh, suspend disbelief and live in the world of that character. And, yeah. that, and that's what I want to see. I don't want to see... Um, lots of unrelated content. So just keep that in mind when you're doing your posts as well. Like everything that you do is content that you're creating to back up your character. There's no difference, honestly, right now between your next social media post and your next gym session. Like we talk about how important your physical fitness is. You have to create social media stuff that backs everything up as well, right? You, you work out in the gym to back up your character. You post on social media to back up your character. Yeah. So, guys, don't, don't ever forget that that's what you're doing. But, I mean, I was – this is – this. I don't know – we're going to talk about it right now just because it's on my mind, but I don't know that it's highly 
relevant, but it does involve physical fitness and social media. But I've been seeing a lot of videos lately. I'm dead serious on this one, guys. A lot of videos from local, and I think a lot of local professional wrestlers to our Oklahoma, Central United States area listen to this podcast. So listen, guys, this might be you. I've been seeing lots of promos lately, lots of promos online, which I love. I'm telling you right now, I think that a lot of these promos are shot while guys are sitting down because they are too physically unfit to stand and talk at the same time. And I, that's, that might be harsh, but I'm like, guys, if you are too out of breath to stand up and be, be animated and emote, then you definitely don't need to be in the ring taking somebody's life into your hands. So, like, I've, I've been seeing that a lot lately, and we're always, we're never, ever going to stop talking about how important physical fitness is on this podcast, but, like, your social media matters. So if that's what you're putting out on content on your page is videos that, to me, are obviously you, like, struggling to speak just because you're so out of breath, like, not, and not from doing anything, you're just sitting there, right? Like, guys... It has to, something's got to change in your life at that point. The wrestling shouldn't be the focus for you. Maybe the physical fitness should be the focus for you to make your social media better. Yeah, uh, and imagine if you're picking up on that, yeah. other people are picking up on Absolutely. that Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times lately, so much so that I'm messaging some of my friends locally, and I'm like, hey, man, like, I just want you to know this is what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can give me a better opinion of this particular wrestler. Right. But in my opinion, every time I see their promos – they're in this position because they're, they're probably not capable of standing for a prolonged period of time. And I've been met with a few responses of, yeah, you're dead on. Like, that dude, I don't know, he doesn't really belong in a ring. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. So, guys, you got you to gotta think about it. This is what people are seeing. You think, what if they've never seen you wrestle and they stumble across that video and that's their first, mm-hmm. like, like, their first impression of you is you unable to really carry on a proper conversation because you're, you're breathing so hard. Um, while while staring into a camera from a seated position, like yeah, and, and I do that quite a bit because yeah. there, there'll be posters that get posted on some of the uh-huh. uh, pro- promotions that I follow, right. and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this guy. Let right. me check him out, yeah. and I'll look it up just to figure out yes. who he is and if I want to go watch him or not. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, that social media is I where all the time, I get all yeah. the information. Absolutely. Well, guys, I love these tips. Do me a favor, head on over to YouTube. You can follow us at How to Become a Pro Wrestler, but also follow Mike Quackenbush. Look up Mike Quackenbush. Um, the name is spelled exactly like I like I said it there. You can you can Google it, find it, find his YouTube channel, um, and uh, he's written a few books which I think I'm going to get. I've never read them, so uh, that'd be interesting reading material and some more content we can put out there for you guys. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say check out his books. Um, he had links to them in a lot of his videos, so I'm going to look those up. I think they're available on Amazon and Audible, so easy to get to. Uh, but he's a great mind to uh, to listen to. So go check out Mike Quackenbush. And uh, we'll be bringing you some more content uh, from him in the future because uh, I'm, again, just kind of jumping down the rabbit hole and enjoying it myself. So I'll bring it to you guys as I experience it, too. Uh, Don't forget to go to Facebook. Join us at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. We've got a private Facebook group. That's one place you can talk about the podcast. You can talk about Strong Style. You can talk about if you have questions. I've seen questions in there fairly often, people asking about different things from from gear makers to two strong style, two podcast topics, all those different things available in our private Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. So check us out on there. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.